Okay, so I'm pretty excited about this episode because I was a giant, giant husband hunter back in the day, like on a mish to find him. And what I didn't realize at the time is that husband hunting is literally the worst way to go about finding love. <laughs> and I'll be walking you through four reasons why it will keep you stuck exactly where you are without your husband and what you need to do instead. So let's get into this episode now. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell, your dating, love and manifestation coach, here to get you from feeling unloved, stressed out and single to completely loved up and in the relationship of your dreams. If you're a smart, successful woman over 30 and you're wanting to find love, but no matter how much you want it or how hard you try, it just isn't happening for you, then you're in the right place. I'm here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love and relationships in a way that no one else will, so that you know exactly what you need to do in order to manifest your absolute dream love. This is the Loved Up Effect. Let's get into today's episode. <laughs> so where are my husband hunting ladies at? You know, are you someone and you're just like on a mission to find your future husband? Like anytime you leave the house, you know, you're scoping out, you know, every kind of decent looking guy's ring finger to see if he's married or not. You know, when you're swiping online, you're like deciding right there and then if he is your future husband, you know, sitting on dates with someone that maybe it's a first date and you're like picturing him getting along with your brothers, playing golf together, like coming to your best friend's wedding with you in a few months time. If that is you, then this is the episode for you. You know, and I get why you're on that mission, why you are husband hunting. You know, I was in the exact same position. You know, I got to this place where I was like, dude, I gotta make this happen. This is not just happening. Like love is not just like falling into my lap right now. I gotta get out there and make it happen. Otherwise it's just not going to, is it? You know, I get it. I so get it. You know, especially if you're someone and you see everybody else in the most incredible relationships, they're all moving forward with their lives, getting engaged, getting married, having babies, and there you are, and it's like, dude, there's nothing happening. <laughs> you know, I remember being in that exact same place thinking, okay, um, my life right now is exactly the same as it was like 10 years ago, and everybody else seems to be moving forward with theirs. You know, you get to this point where you're like, okay, I gotta do something about this. I gotta roll my sleeves out and get to work to make it happen. I love it if this is your approach, because this is totally me. You know, a mantra I used to have was like, you cannot rely on anybody but yourself. Like, just don't even think about relying on anybody else. Just make it happen yourself. You know, if something's not happening, then get to it. Make it happen yourself. Get to work. You know, I remember thinking back, like when I was freshly dumped at 31, um, you know, my whole perspective on finding love, like totally changed for me. I think it had been slowly changing, but the realization hit me then. You know, until that point, I'd expect it. Okay, love's just gonna happen. You know, as you see it happen in the movies, as you hear about it happening for everybody else, it'll just happen for you. You know, and until that point, I had also had this kind of like, be cool and pretend like you don't really want love sort of a thing. You know, I felt like it was unattractive, like a loser thing to be doing, to 
be out there telling people that, yes, I want a committed long-term relationship as though it sort of reflected badly on me because I didn't have it. You know, I wanted this relationship, but I could never seem to find it. And it was easier in a lot of ways to pretend that it wasn't something that I wanted, you know, but then I just kept meeting the same kind of non-committal party boys ending up in the same kind of relationships where I ended up dumped. <laughs> and like I said, it was when I got dumped at 31 that it hit me. I was like, this ain't going to plan <laughs> in any way, shape or form. Like if I don't get really serious about this, if I don't really try, if I don't start putting effort in, you know, I don't know how anything is actually going to change. So I got to work, you know, trying to find my future husband. You know, I did all the stuff that you read on Google. <laughs> I literally was like, how to date? <laughs> you know, I got clear about who I wanted my husband to be. I got online dating. Like Tinder was like literally the only option back then. You know, swiping through all the guys based on who I thought my future husband was or not. You know, I always made sure to look my absolute best whenever I left the house because you never know when you're going to meet him. You know, I made sure I went to kind of the grocery stores at I literally used to Google like which grocery stores in the area where I lived do the single guys go on and you know it was kind of the general population 20s 30s so this information was actually out there you know go to these kind these grocery stores nearby go to these bars sporting events like anything where I was like okay this is where I'll meet you know the eligible single men you know and here is what happened when I did that <laughs> there were very few guys I found online even to date like I wasn't even getting dates, which made me even more panicked and scared that it was too late for me. You know, I took this as a sign as like, oh, good gosh, the ship has sailed. I'm running out of time. I need to try harder. You know, and the dates that I went on were generally like awkward as hell. <laughs> and if they were any good, I found, you know, I never really heard from the, that, that heard from them again. Either that or they came on way too strong. And I was like, no, thank you. You know, I felt like, and I know a lot of you are going to relate to this as well. I felt like I could never relax anywhere that I went. It was always in the back of my mind that I needed to be like on. I needed to be searching. I needed to be out there looking in case, you know, my future Mr. Right was there. I, and I didn't want to miss meeting him. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going out with friends tonight. I better be on the lookout, you know. And then I matched with someone I totally thought was the one, you know. <laughs> I had our entire future planned out within about a month. You know, I was so excited that it was finally happening for me. And so was everybody else in my life. And then I know a lot of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while or know me, you know, then he ghosts me. You know, in short, everything that I was doing up until that point is what I now call husband hunting. Like I was on a mish to find him, you know, and to find him yesterday. So if you resonate with any of what I've said, you know, and you're doing the same thing, you know, you're going to want to play close attention to what I say from here on out, because this kind of approach to dating, to finding love is literally the worst way to go about it. Like, and it's stopping you from actually finding your future husband. Like we got to nip the husband hunting in the bud. And this probably sounds and feels totally counterintuitive, you know, especially if you're like me and you're that kind of make it happen sort of a person, you know, because that make it happen, happen approach has probably worked really well 
in a lot of other areas in your life. Like if you want to get your dream job, you want to get a promotion at work, like you do the work, you show up, you take the courses you need to take, you do the assignments, you go really amazingly well in presentations, whatever it happens to be, you make it happen, you talk to the right people, you organize meetings, whatever it happens to be. But here's why that doesn't work when it comes to having your dream relationship or finding your dream man. And there are three, actually four main reasons. The first one being you cannot find him or hunt him down. You cannot find your dream man or hunt him down. It's like literally impossible to do. Your dream guy, <laughs> despite how it may feel right now, he isn't actually hiding from you. He isn't hiding from you and it isn't up to you to find him. And like when you think about your dream guy, you know, he's someone that wants to be in your life as much as you want him in your life. You know, he's out there. He wants to meet you. He wants to get to know you. He wants to build a life with you. And the thing is that when you're busy looking everywhere and anywhere, you end up missing what is right in front of you. Like you literally don't see it. You know, this is why so many of the women who've been through the loved up effect, you know, and are, are in their dream relationships now, they say, you know, the men that they have ended up with, you know, aren't the ones that they thought they'd end up with. You know, I hear this all the time. They're like, I'm so didn't expect to end up with a person like this, but he is even better than I could have even imagined. I lost my keys the other day. <laughs> oh, and I spent the entire morning like tearing the house apart. You know, they weren't in any of the usual places where I leave them. Like I usually am trying, I'm like, okay, just put them straight down, hang them on the hook where they always go. You know, so I'm like looking absolutely everywhere throughout the house. Like, did I leave them in my pockets? Are they in the washing machine? Are they under the couch? Like, oh my gosh, are they in the bag that I took out like five days ago? No. So I ended up walking up to my daughter's school to look around there because I dropped her off in the morning and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it was so insanely infuriating. And then when I got home, I was like, okay, fine. I'll just take a breath. I'll go outside. I'll take a breath, have a cup of tea. You know, I focused on something else for a while. And then when I walked into the toy room to put something away, I saw them there sitting on the shelf. And I know you've had those experiences before too, right? Like in the panic of pressure and pressure of trying to find something, you know, we're, the, we're in this energy of I've lost or I don't have this thing. You know, that's the energy that you're in. Oh my gosh, I have to find this. There's this pressure there. There's this panic there. There's this energy of I don't have it. And that is unfortunately what the universe is going to give you more of. All we can see in the panic and pressure of dating is the lack of your dream man. And if you're out there dating with this like pressure of I have to find him, this panic of I don't have him, that's what you're going to get more of. You know, and even just talking about this, this completely reminds me of something that my husband said to me, you know, when I finally got this all sorted and I understood how to date and I went through what is now the loved up effect myself. You know, when I met him, he's like, where have you been for like this many years? Like, where have you been? Why did I have to wait till I was like, what was, was he like 32 to meet you? Why did I have to wait that long? I was like, I didn't say this, but I was like, dude, because I was busy husband hunting. <laughs> and when I stopped doing that, got out of this pressure and the panic, there you go. Which brings us to number two, your energy, that pressure, it is way too intense. 
It is way too intense when you're husband hunting. It is way too intense to form connections with people. So it's super important to understand that underneath husband hunting, like this action of husband hunting where you're out there trying to make it happen, are those deeper fear-based beliefs. You know, those fear-based beliefs that I know so many of you resonate with, that you're running out of time to find love, that it isn't actually gonna happen. You know, that there isn't actually anyone out there for you. You know, that you are on your own to make it happen. Those fear-based beliefs. And when you believe that, you know, when you have those beliefs at the core of, you know, your unconscious mind, that's what your mindset is based on, you know, and that's what you're thinking. Your, your thoughts are all this, like, I'm never going to find them. I'm running out of time. There's like, you know, I've only got a window of two more years left till I have to meet them in order to have kids and the family and all of that, you know, if that's what you're thinking all the time, if that's a story that you're telling yourself, then 100% you're going to feel panicked and pressured and desperate, right? You know, that's what you're feeling now, which is the energy that you're then putting out into the world. And as universal laws state, what you put out is always going to be what you get back. And putting out desperation, panic and pressure, like that's what you end up getting back. Now you end up in those kinds of, you know, either you're swiping online or you're dating and it's just not going anywhere at all. Like you're just not meeting anybody at all, or you're meeting the people and it feels really good for about five seconds and then you end up ghosted. You know, those sorts of things that just amplify and further feed that desperation, the panic and the pressure. You know, constantly attracting the men that just aren't ever going to give you the kind of committed relationship that you want. The men that keep you at arm's length in situationships where you feel like it's this absolute battle to get your needs and desires met. You know, and from a more practic practical place, you know, we all know being desperate, <laughs> it isn't the most attractive energy. And I remember feeling this way myself. I would not have said that I felt desperate back then. You know, and even saying that now, I'm like, oh, cringy. But it's true. I was in that desperate energy. You know, I wanted to find love more than freaking anything. More than anything. I was like, I want to have that life. I want to have the partner. I want to have the family. I want to have that life. You know, I wanted it more than anything. There wasn't a day that I didn't think about it. You know, and I was trying my best, but it just wasn't ever happening. I hated being single. I hated that it all wasn't falling into place for me. You know, and that's literally both definitions of desperate when you look it up. Feeling or showing a feeling or showing a hopeless sense that a situation is so bad as to be impossible to deal with. And that's how I felt about being single. I was like, this is not where I want to be. And having a great need or desire for something. It's like, yes, I don't want to be single. And yes, I have the great desire to have the relationship. You know, and we all know des being desperate, like nobody wants to be desperate. We know it's not the most attractive energy. And I knew, <laughs> I think I even thought about this in this way back then. I knew I had the smell of desperation on me. I knew it, but I also didn't know what to do about it. Like I was like, I know that this isn't the kind of energy, you know, that I'm, I'm putting out that like, I need a relationship kind of energy, you know, and I know it's not helping me, you know, have those kinds of connections. I know it's like repelling the very men that I want to have in my life. But I didn't know what to do about it because I had that deeper panic and pressure and all of those beliefs that kept me stuck in this kind of cycle. You know, so what I did is I pretend I'd pretend like I didn't really care about having a relationship. 
You know, that was my way of kind of trying to hide my desperation. You know, and when I meet someone, I'd just be like, okay, well, that will make me less desperate if I'm just like, you know, I'm happy to go with the flow, whatever it happens to be. But then that's exactly how you end up in situationships that make you feel even more desperate and unfulfilled because it doesn't get you any closer to the kind of husband or relationship that you want. So hopefully this is making sense. You get stuck in this kind of cycle that takes you further away from what it is that you want. And the third reason that husband hunting doesn't work and it's going to stop you from finding love is because it's completely outcome focused. You know, it's going from zero to 100 in like one step. <laughs> you know, So I get it. I get that you want to be in the awesome, loving, committed relationship. But the truth is, and the fact is that you aren't there yet. Yet. <laughs> you are single and you are dating and that is where you are right now. As much as you don't want to be there, we have to come to that place of surrender and acceptance. Like the episode I did last week, actually, last week, previous episode, all about surrender and acceptance. You know, you're single and you're dating right now. This is where you are right now. Even if it isn't where you want to be, you've got to come to this place of like, well, this is where I am. I cannot change this right now. You know, this being dating, is a step that you need to be focusing on right now. Like literally just dating, just getting to know men, knowing that when you focus on where you are right now, you know, you give dating your entire attention, not trying to be anywhere but dating, that is when you'll progress to the next step. And I get this feels awful and totally counterintuitive. And it feels like, well, if I'm not doing it, if I'm not focused like solely and completely on like finding my future husband, how is it going to happen? I'll be talking about that very soon. <laughs> you know, I get that you might have horrific amount of resistance to this, but this is honestly the most game changing piece of dating advice you will ever hear, ever, ever. I want you to think of it this way. Like if you're struggling with this, like I don't want to just be dating. I want to be in that relationship and I cannot not focus on that relationship. I want you to think about it this way. Like you want, when you kind of think about dating someone and ending up in a relationship and that whole process, like you want to be dating someone who's keen to get to know you, don't you? Like who's interested in you, who wants to understand what your favorite movie is, what kind of food you like, you know, the way that you fall asleep, how you like to be cuddled, all of that kind of stuff. Like you want someone who wants to get to know you. Your Mr. Future husband, he wants the freaking same thing. He wants someone that wants to get to know him. Not someone that actually doesn't know him, but just sees him as a way to have the relationship. You know, you cannot decide if someone is your future husband from their dating profile. You can't decide that even from first or second or 15th date. Like people generally have to date for months and years before they make that decision to commit. You know, you have to get to know someone and there is no getting around this. It takes time. Building a relationship takes time. Getting to that place of commitment takes time. It takes knowing someone. And I know a lot of you listening don't think you have time. You're like, dude, I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> Let's go straight to the big relationship. But if you feel that way, if you're like, I don't have time to get to know someone, you know, then that's just evidence that you have this belief that you are running out of time. 
and what you believe will always be true. It will always be what you experience. You know, this is why the work that we do inside step two of the loved up effect is so insanely important because it's all about shifting those deeper beliefs that are keeping you stuck right now in husband hunting mode. You know, the second you release that belief and you say, okay, love is inevitable. It's going to happen in the most perfect timing for me. If that becomes your belief, there's no need to freaking husband hunt. You can take the time to get to know someone and create the sort of relationship that you want. Like if you didn't have this belief, you wouldn't be in such a rush, would you? If you didn't believe that you were running out of time, you wouldn't be in such a rush. You would be okay to take it slower, slower. You'd be okay to get to know someone, right? And what do you think your dream relationship is built on? Rushing to sign the marriage papers? You know, or a relationship that's built on understanding and fully knowing each other. And so the last reason, you know, that I am just, let's not husband hunt anymore <laughs> is probably my favorite. Oh, it is my favorite. You know, and that's the fact that you aren't actually doing this alone. You are not doing this alone. It isn't up to you to make love happen. In fact, it is something you cannot control. You have no control over it. You know, this always reminds me of that serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. When and how someone shows up into your life is not something that you can ever control. And when you try to control that by like going to all the places that you think the decent single guys hang out at, being on the lookout anytime you're out and about, being on a mission to find him, swiping, looking for your husband, you know, then what actually happens is that you cut off the way that you're actually meant to find your future husband, how he's meant to come into your life. You know, you cannot predict or orchestrate how it's going to happen for you. And we don't actually get a say on when or how it happens. That is up to the universe. You know, you think about all the people that you know who, who are in the kind of relationship that you want to have. You know, they all just happen. Like, as, as freaking annoying as I know it sounds. Like, love just happens. It isn't something that you control. And the thing is that when you let go of control, when you stop trying to make it happen, that is when you actually allow the universe to come in and deliver exactly what it is that you want. I'm going to use my restaurant analogy because it is like the best analogy that ever was. <laughs> but when you walk into a restaurant, you know, you put your order in and then you sit at your table and you wait for the chef to cook it for you and then they bring it out to you. You don't put your order in and then walk to the kitchen and cook it for yourself. You know, if you do that, the chef's going to be like, uh, dude, you're in my way. And what you cook isn't going to be half as good as what you, as what you, as what they would make. Not to mention the fact that you also ruin the entire experience of going to a restaurant. Like, you know, you go to a restaurant to sit, enjoy the surroundings, have a nice glass of wine, enjoy some food that you wouldn't usually cook yourself. That's probably better than you can cook, or at least that I can cook. <laughs> you know, you ruin the whole experience. And then you end up with not what it is that you want either. And this is what I mean. This is all about putting your order in to the universe, saying this is the kind of relationship that I would like. Thank you very much. And then trusting that it will show up. You know, it's also true what so many of the women from the Loved Up Effect say. You know, when they let go of control 
and it's just about taking that next step in front of them, that's when they get surprised and meet the most incredible men, you know, that they wouldn't necessarily have chosen for themselves. So I've told you obviously why husband hunting doesn't work. You know, why it stops you from like ultimately finding your husband. It's like you in that kitchen being annoying and in the way of the universe. It's like, dude, I'm trying to give you what it is that you've asked for, but I can't because you're in the way. So what do you do instead? Number one is really looking at the beliefs that are driving your husband hunting, driving that need to control, driving that need to make it happen. And you have to shift them so you shift out of this action because this action of husband hunting, being on a mission to find him, is actually stopping you from finding him. You know, it's shifting those deeper beliefs like I'm running out of time. There isn't anybody left. It's up to me to find him. If I don't make it happen, it's not going to happen. I can't rely on anybody else. It keeps you stuck husband hunting. You know, she start shifting these beliefs. And this is what we do inside step two of the loved up effects, some insanely powerful tools that we use like hypnosis, neural energetic encoding, um, subliminal audios, emotional freedom technique, so many epic tools. <laughs> You know, shifting these beliefs to things like love is inevitable. I let go of control and put my faith and trust in the universe. The universe always delivers. There are plenty of incredible men out there for me to date and have relationships with. When you operate from those beliefs, it's going to change the action that you take. You know, where you're just focused on that step in front of you. You're not trying to you know, control and orchestrate or plan the whole thing out. You know, and even if I said like those empowering beliefs that I just said, if you had resistance to them, like you're like, oh, that's not true. Or that little voice that goes BS on that. You know, that's a sign that you don't yet believe them. And that's why you're stuck in husband hunting. Essential that you do that work to shift your beliefs. So the second thing you need to do is really just take the next step in front of you. If where you're at is dating, then enjoy the you know what out of dating. Make that your freaking mission. If you're getting to know someone, like you're dating one person and you're, you know, it looks like it's going somewhere promising, then enjoy that. Not skipping to the next step. Just enjoy where you're at. Enjoy getting to know them. Knowing that each step is taking you to where it is that you want to be. You know, you're letting the universe guide you. You know what? If you're getting to know someone and you're like, okay, well, that's not for me you know, there's something that's like solid no from me, then take action on that. You know, when you just take that next step in front of you, then you allow everything to unfold because you're out of the way. You're out of that kitchen and the universe can actually start to deliver what it is that you want. You know, think back to when you started your first job, like after university or whatever. You know, it's highly unlikely that it was your dream job. Like you obviously have career aspirations, but you know that in order to meet those aspirations, it's about being in the job you're in now, like doing the best damn job there, learning, getting experiences so that you can have your dream job. Same thing for dating. Same thing for dating. And number three is that really trusting that when you do that, when you just take that next step in front of you, you know, when you enjoy where you're at right now, the rest is taken care of. And 100%, there is a big element of trust here, trusting the universe, trusting that your next steps will appear. 
you know, that in letting go of control and leaving it up to the universe, that you'll inevitably end up meeting your future husband. And I get it. Trust is freaking scary. Trusting the universe can, is scary. It can sound like totally insane. You know, I was at that place too, where I was like, oh, this is all new stuff. And it sounds very woo woo and a bit strange. You know, but I was really at a point where I had no other options. You know, I was like, dude, my approach isn't freaking working. You know, I was just getting more and more and more frustrated. So I was like, well, I'll just give this a go. I'll give it a go. <laughs> and the rest is freaking history. <laughs> you know, I got into all of this, created what is now the loved up effect. You know, and it wasn't very long until I met my husband. Just give it a go. And honestly, if it doesn't work, you can go back to husband hunting. So if you are ready to give up husband hunting and give my approach to dating a go, if you want some support, you know, really letting go of control, then make sure you join the dating reset because in seven days, it's a seven day boot camp. I'll show you how to really step into a different approach when it comes to dating, to get out of husband hunting so that you get on a date that you actually enjoy. Because <laughs> you gotta enjoy dating if you wanna manifest your dream relationship. The link's in the show notes to join. And if you found this episode helpful, please don't forget to leave me a review. I always love hearing from you guys. If you have any questions, or send me a DM on Instagram as well. Having some epic chats there with people at the moment, which I love. <laughs> always love chatting to you guys. We'll talk to you next week.